This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I've seen those uh, those dances yet, but Mike's Good. making OnlyFans page. Oh my god! Asking, oh my god! He's been asking me to take photos for him, oh and I'm like, Mike, I don't. Like <laughs> said the the fuckboy aspect. I've been telling Mike to succeed on TikTok. You have to embrace your inner uh, fuckery. <laughs> to get to that level, we can't just go from zero to running 50 miles an hour. You know, we got to yeah. start jogging, walking, jogging, then we start running. Good. So take care of it today. You guys are both single, aren't you? Look at you! <laughs> Look yeah, I was, <laughs> I was waiting to get there, like in ten minutes. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we might as well. Hello and welcome <laughs> back to the podcast, Nicole. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm so excited. We have Mike Johnson and Connor on the show today. The yes. bromance we didn't know we needed. And I know I needed amazing. it too. It was like amazing. It was everything I wanted it to be. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to yeah. it. It's just, they're so fun. And they remind me of us in a lot of ways because they are like a really solid relationship that has come out of the show and it's a friendship and that's what we have. I feel so. I, I agree. I agree. That's why and, we all vibed. It was like really cute seeing like the male version of us. <laughs> and it's yeah. nice to see their perspective. They have their girl issues, which cracks me up. You would never expect that from either of them. So that's super interesting to hear it. Everyone goes through it. It doesn't matter what you look like, what you've yeah. been through, like how cool you are, how many followers you have. You Everyone has their own relationship For issues sure. and things that are happening. So we get to hear all of that. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Let me, I wanted to answer some listener questions that you guys have asked us before we jump into this episode. Someone asked us over DMs if we could break down why guys will randomly just stop talking to you over text. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it might be pretty obvious, but Nicole, do you have a, a reason for why this could be happening? For sure. It's honestly the biggest blessing in disguise. He doesn't want you to waste your time. So he's like, it's horrible by the ghosting thing is a horrible thing that our generation loves to do. Like that's something that should be avoided and you should just be straight up. But it's honestly such a blessing when a guy does that. Cause he honestly, it's sad, but he's just not that into you. And it's not yeah. because of who you are. It's because you guys just don't vibe either like family-wise or goals. Like, And I, I've, I've been in that position where I went on three guys, three dates with a guy. He took me to a Miami Heat game. I thought everything was amazing. All of a sudden, just like zero, like radio silence. But mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. What was I thinking? And now it's horrible. Yeah. That same guy went bald completely, <laughs> which is like horrible. But like right after it happened, Already? I came back from Bachelor and I was like, all right. Oh, and it's bald. Yeah, I'm like that. Good. So dodge that. <laughs> dodge that. That's bullet. crazy. No, but no, that's that's no so offense, true. But yeah, and I, a lot of time, yeah. No offense to anyone that's bald. Exactly. That's you're beautiful. Um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree. Like a lot of times they'll just do that just because it's easier. And like if you think about everyone's lives, like everyone's super busy and like a lot going on, or just like trying to do their own thing or trying to focus on the next thing. So like maybe them not texting you is not saying like it's either it's just an easy way out for them to just like kind of get out mm-hmm. of the relationship or it's just like they weren't into it and they just didn't want to talk anymore or like they got busy but either way you shouldn't chase after that thing oh, if yeah. they're not valuing you if the guy is right or the girl is right whoever it is they will respond yeah, it, the exactly. games kind of go mm-hmm. out the window and and don't becomes- put all your eggs in one basket like those even after a month of talking that doesn't mean anything until a guy mm-hmm. is like telling you Committing. committing yeah he'll tell it he'll you know tell I mean? you that he You'll wants know. to be with so you so keep your eyes open even if you're talking to a guy don't feel like you're cheating because you're like look browsing hinge or like talking to someone else like you are a single woman you are single mm-hmm. until you know you're not for, like, you're for free real. agent you are free <laughs> until you are your own bachelorette in that contract yes yes so don't, don't like, sign anything exactly so don't give it all like all your best self to one person that you just met never and it'll Absolutely. help you so much when you realize well they weren't for I me agree. anyways I agree. Mm-hmm. You'll see it eventually. And we can't wait for that. Yep. Someone asked this for the guys, but I, we didn't ask them this because we had asked them a plenty of things. But what's something that a girl would wear on a date that would make you walk out of the date? It depends. Okay. So I don't think any particular outfit would be like out of yeah, like something true. crazy, costume, but Halloween a co- Halloween costume, maybe <laughs> yeah. like not that, but it depends on what your date is. But honestly, like Almost 100% of the time, a guy's not really looking at, like, details like that. Like, I think as women, we think, like, oh, my God, he's going to notice my hair, my makeup, my, my like, nails aren't done or, like, things like that. Like, I feel like in general, guys see, like, the whole picture and it's kind of yeah. just, like, 
a blurry image of like what you are, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's not like they're mm-hmm. looking at all the little details. And they're I just also, like looking at your beautiful face. Exactly. And I also think Adam, I'm, now I'm just remembering that he was kind of worried about catfishing or like he was kind of concerned, like he was wondering like when he first met me, if I would be like, yeah. I would look like the pictures or like a lot of guys are very concerned about that. So they just want yeah. you to look like you. Like they want to make sure the person yeah. they're looking is like the person they're meeting. So don't go mm-hmm. like crazy because like they obviously liked you anyways for whatever photos you put. Yeah. And just be like your natural be self. Be real. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't overdo the makeup. Like a guy loves like a not like don't wear makeup or unless you like like that. But oh, I went. Yeah. Yeah. Just be as as true to yourself as you can. I wouldn't overdo it. And the yeah. more and the more that you can go on a date feeling comfortable about what you're wearing, comfortable in your own skin, comfortable just like on the date, the better it's gonna be. It'll just be like less in your head, less worried about your outfit, less worried about anything. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're thinking yeah. about all that mm-hmm. stuff, you're probably not that into that date. So right, it's so that's true. Another good I sign. That's true. And he won't if care like, what, he, what yeah. you're wearing. He won't remember. I bet you if I asked like Adam like what I was wearing, he'd be like, have no idea. He wouldn't You'd know. You'd have no, no idea. idea. Exactly. Yeah. So not, not, most of the time they won't even care. So yeah. that's usually a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's the advice we have for today. <laughs> um, well, let's get right into Mike and Connor. So enjoy the episode, guys. What's up? How are you guys? Hey, guys. Amazing. Amazing. Woo! <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I feel like you guys have the best energy, like the best roommate energy in chemistry. It's amazing. Mike wakes up every day and does that scream, and it scares me in my Oh brain. my god, that's like your alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I actually wanted to oh ask god. you because my I talked about to the Mike about this before. He loves to dance around naked in his apartment usually. So I'm wondering, Connor, like, do you take part in those naked dances or like, is that just something you let him do? <laughs> I haven't seen those uh, those dances yet, but Mike's Good. making OnlyFans page. Oh, my God. Asking, oh, my God. He's asking me to take photos for him. Oh, and I'm like, Mike, I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't realize they had that for men, too. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> the holidays girl what you mean i mean i'm not saying you can't do it i just never heard of a guy doing it so i mean i think it's entrepreneurial like that's a way to make money it's quarantine just think good lighting real. we don't judge fans chris brown's an only fans they do it they do honestly some days i'm you like seem, you seem to know a lot <laughs> she's like right now she's like i'm subscribing I'm, I'm sure that's pretty expensive for chris brown though but you guys would be a high rate I think too mike you kind of know too much about only fans yeah, Actually, I mean, Connor just like he spilled the beans. You know, he, he already told you guys what's happening, so yeah, it is. What I it mean, is. I thought true, it could go both true. ways. Like you could, I, you guys could have a page together, so it wouldn't feel as like as crazy. It wouldn't be as That's like. That's what we're thinking about next. What do y'all think about our OnlyFans and calling you Salt and Pepper? I'm done. Sign me up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> you don't have to go like that black far. beans and rice. Yeah, we're black beans and rice. You can be salt and pepper. And maybe Amazing. Nicole, we should have an OnlyFans account together. That'll help get some <laughs> okay. podcast listeners. <laughs> that would, maybe. That is good marketing. They would all have to be I over Zoom, know. but we'll figure it out. Um, have you guys had any, like, roommate arguments yet that you're living together? No, I feel, I feel like we're both pretty I feel like we're both pretty easygoing, actually. I mean, obviously, there's stuff I'm sure that annoys us sometimes. Like, I'm not very neat. Uh, hmm. I'm that was my first question. Kitchen. So if you walked in there right now, it's, it's all my fault. I'll be honest. But Mike, Mike's easy going, which is, is good. I this is good. That. I appreciate because I am quite honestly, I'm really clean. And it annoys me that to live with someone that's dirty. But I really appreciate the fact that Connor knows he's not the cleanest. Yeah. And yeah, he knows it. And like when he left like, two weeks ago, I didn't tell you, I really appreciated it when he was gone. But he cleaned, he cleaned up the kitchen. That's that's the thing. I'm I'm the same way, but I'm I'm one of those people that like knows where everything is, but it, no one else would be able to figure that out. And I've had to be like aware of that by living with a boy now. But as long as you like don't leave the apartment or wherever you are on a trip and like don't do the dishes and you like clean up before, I think then it makes sense. <laughs> I, I will I will say one thing though, because we don't have furniture yet, we're getting it this week. I think once it's once it feels more like a home, yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take care of it more. Uh, yeah, at least that's mine. I mean, I'm impressed with the artwork behind you. Yeah. I feel like that took a lot of like planning. <laughs> <laughs> Who was responsible for those paintings yeah, hung we'll behind you? It's very organized. What is your apartment aesthetic going to be when you get all the furniture? Like, what's your vibe? Uh, I think we're going for this will be a modern vibe. 
Right. But modern mixed with mixed with um, what do you call it? Man's basement, like man cave. Okay. Yeah. Modern man's modern man cave. It's kind of like a bachelor pad, essentially, because you guys are both single, aren't you? Look at you. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> I was waiting to get there like in ten minutes, but I mean, yeah, I mean, we might as well. No, no. <laughs> tell us everything. You can talk. No one's listening. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna front. I do want that quarantine love that you got. I know. Who knew that I would figure this out over quarantine? The quarantine love. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's for real. It's like uh, I want to. I want to do a quarantine love IG caption one day. Hopefully, I can do that. And I yeah. Wanna do a, a, you want to break the internet? <laughs> break the internet. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Hopefully soon. Maybe we'll see. All right. Is something in the works, or you're just like thinking about it? Thinking about it. Like, okay. no, I just want it. Connor. Manifesting it. Yeah, manifest it. But relationships haven't really worked out for me lately. So I don't know. I think I've talked about this a lot in interviews the last couple of days. Because uh, everyone wants to know. The, the You're at your wits end. About it, the sadder it sounds. But um, no, we're uh, we're still still trying out there. Still a single man. Hopefully we'll find someone. It's on the up and up. It's on the up and up. Yeah. You usually have to hit rock bottom before it starts going well. So... I didn't hit a lot of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you thought you were at the rock bottom, but then just kept getting lower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't hit a rock and driving a low rider at that. Like it ain't working. Like it's, it's a bumpy ride. <laughs> no, but I can't even imagine how many girls are hitting on both of you guys like at all times. All times. That's too much right now. Yeah, at all times. People probably have their misconceptions or their thoughts about us, but we genuinely are not fuck boys. Mm-hmm. Like, I can honestly say that we be chilling for the most part. We go to the gym. Connor eats healthier than I do, and I'm always hustling, working on something. Yeah, true, yeah. True. I think we're we're both pretty busy, so we don't really like go out that much. Or really, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But having said the the fuck boy aspect, I've been telling Mike <laughs> to succeed on TikTok. You have to embrace your inner the fuckery. And so <laughs> I've been trying to get him to to get that vibe a little bit more. I don't know if we've seen it. Connor, I think your best video from TikTok was this one for you. Wait, no, no. <laughs> the dance? Yeah, I can't do the facials. This is the yeah. facials that are. <laughs> yeah, I don't even realize I'm doing those faces until I watch the video after. I was like, oh gosh. Oh god. Yeah, you're just like inner fuckboy took over and you're like, what just I what did I just make? <laughs> That's Connor's inner fuckboy. <laughs> yeah, A lot of tongue. I'm I like, think wow. I need to embrace it myself. Yeah, you got yeah. it. But I do love the fact that Connor don't give a damn. Like once he does a TikTok, he's done with it. Yeah, we do like one, on. one or two takes and then post. See, that's my problem. Like, I get so obsessed with the things I'm doing that I will, like, rehearse myself and I'll watch it back and I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, no, it has to be like this. And then yeah, I just you're, don't you're post it. You're actually a good dancer. So, yeah. See, that's where I have the problem. Right. <laughs> See, just, like, this. That makes we sense. don't know what we're doing. We could use some help, to be honest. Well, Connor, yeah. you did pull out those dance moves at Bachelor Live on stage. I, and I honestly just, forgot I, that you were there. You're right there with me. You're yeah, right well, there. I I forgot like, that you were Bachelor. Really yeah, he. I could probably do the entire dance again. You gave us like a step point, step point, a knee to the floor, turn around. And then it took so much time. They were like, you have to go back to the group. It's, it's, it's over. Like, move on. But. Yeah, I, well, no one told me I was going to have to do that. So yeah. that was all for the moment. You guys surprised me up there. Yeah. So there's a part in the dance where Connor was the bachelor. We have like a prom scene and all of a sudden we make the bachelor dance in the middle, have like a solo. And every time it's like deer in headlights, I don't know what the hell to do. And it's always oh like the weirdest moves that'll come out. And I always- Can we watch it. this? Was this like recorded? It was recorded. I don't have it, but it's stuck in my <laughs> yeah, brain. I can- I like, it. <laughs> You just react. You can react it for you. I would have just twerked. I would have been twerking. Yeah. Well. Mike would have been naked. Oh Mike would have been oh naked. God. <laughs> One guy tried to take yeah. his shirt off in the show and he had like a mic on. So it was like buttons ripped, shirt, mic hanging. It was not the aesthetic that you wanted, but he went for it. <laughs> that big. Wait, I'm loving your friendship so much. Like when you guys first met, did you know you would become this like inseparable romance duo or what? Like when did it start? I feel like I saw it a little bit at the end of Paradise, but I had no idea yeah. this would be like one of the strongest couples of Mike, Mike was one of the first people I saw when I walked into the mansion on the first night. And he had this like big personality. He's got a huge smile, yeah. smiling, talking. I was like, oh, here we go. Like this guy. I'm not going to like this guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
bigger personalities, but as like Mike and I were roommates pretty much everywhere and um, on the show. And then I think in the mansion too, the room that we were in, we ended up being like a handful of people left in that room once we started traveling. Everyone got set up. Tell them the room that we were in. We were in like the big room. I think there were 10. You know, when you go up to the mansion, the elevator, the stairs, one on the left hand side. Yeah, that was that's where I was, right? The 10 bedrooms. Yeah, the 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have like the one big bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So Did pretty you? much everyone from that room got eliminated. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so we were the only people left. In you there. guys had a big, uh, you had your bachelor pad. Yeah. yeah. And um, I feel like we just, we connected well, even though we're, we're like different in certain ways. Like different backgrounds. I was the youngest guy. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. We just got a good vibe going. And Bro, some, from Texas too. somebody DM'd us, I think, or somebody commented on one of your TikTok and said, Mike and Connor are like uh like the the op- complete opposites when it comes. She she named dogs. She was like a great a greyhound and a chihuahua, but just what? together so well. What I don't see chihuahua because like I mean personality, I guess. Like one's really big personality, one's small. But that's an interesting comparison. But yeah, you guys like from when I first met Connor, I was like, he's so quiet. And like, I, I now knowing you and like seeing you guys together, like you bring out that like fun side of Best him. So it's other. like, he's not quiet. But mm-hmm. when you first meet each other, you're like, oh, they're so different. But I don't think you're necessarily that different. different. No, we, we truly are a lot alike. I'm just like our what, our values are very much the same, right? Our values align. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that we want out of life align. Um, as far as Connor is definitely outspoken as well. Mm-hmm. He really is. Almost, maybe more than me a bit. Yeah, I, I think. Well, that's why I like living with Mike because I think initially when you meet Mike, he's a little more outspoken, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why people feel that you're, you're more outgoing, even though yeah. you don't think that. Whereas for me, I'm definitely more reserved when you first meet me, and so it kind of takes getting yeah. to know someone or a certain person to bring that out of me. And so that's what's great about hanging around with Mike because I think that that initial kind of outgoing personality that he does have helps bring that out in me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That was so sweet. <laughs> it was I know, I love this. I know. That's what I think we're getting at. Yeah. Oh my God. I went just, to the gym out. the other day and like, he had a shirt off at the gym and girl, let me tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you guys are bodies are both looking on point. So good, good job on that. <laughs> I think you really balance each other out and you like you said you bring out the good qualities in each other and that's the best thing that you can ask for in a relationship. So <laughs> relationship. Yeah, who would have thought? Look at us. Look at us. Like, we're we're just as the happy, four best like, friends without. from from Par- Paradise and Bachelor. I mean, honestly, that's sometimes like the best thing that comes from the show is just the friendships. Because a lot of times the relationships don't really last. So true. It truly yeah. is. Like I think that I didn't go to college, right? And so to me, the Bachelor franchise is like my fraternity mm-hmm. or my sorority per se. And those people you keep for the rest of your life, you know? Even if you don't speak to them every day, you know, you still get on the phone with them. Hey, what's up, Nicole? How you living? Yeah. Type of, sure, type of situation. Sure. I love it. I know. It's the best. I also wonder, because I feel like these questions come to like the girls a lot. But one, did you guys fit in your bunk beds? No. You're both like what? Connor, you're like six, seven. What, how tall are you guys? Six foot six. Six six. Did Mike. Not and do you remember remember Jonathan? Yeah. So they, they, put, they put the shortest guy in the whole house no. on the, the bottom bunk. They put me in the top bunk, so my legs were like hanging over. Jonathan, <laughs> oh my god! Or so loud. Do you remember that? I remember Cam snoring. Oh my gosh! I I yeah. asked Steve. Do you remember Steve? Yeah. He no. Steve went and got me a bag really? of earplugs. Because I had to wear them at night. Oh, the, I thought you meant like one of the guys in the house. Yes, I love Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Producer, producer Steve. Yeah, he's the best. Oh, yeah, I love him too. Smiley Steve. Smiley That's so Steve. funny. Smiley Steve. He hasn't been in a while. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so funny. Also, I want to know how many outfits did you guys actually bring? Like ballpark. And I want to get to one specific outfit. Tyler brought the most. <laughs> Like straight up. Oh yeah, Tyler. Tyler was freaking outfits. Seventy-five, eighty. Yeah, Tyler brought. He's the damn. He's the pretty boy. Yeah, definitely Tyler. Well, no, Dylan's a pretty boy. Tyler just has to have all the clothes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Tyler got free clothes from all the modeling he did, so that would make sense. Probably so. I I don't. I didn't bring that many. I brought one suitcase full of suits because like my suits are expensive, so I brought a suitcase full of suits and then just one suitcase of literally. I just threw junk in there. Swear to God. 
I just, yeah, okay. well, that, that's the annoying thing about before you go on the show, you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to pack for every situation. We only mm-hmm. went to cold places, really. Yeah. Cold, and I don't yeah. think any of us were necessarily ready for that. Um, so I did not have enough. I remember panic packing that last like week before I left. I had my mom have to come up. I had to make her come up to New York to help me because I was like panicking. But one outfit in particular I was thinking of was what? who actually the salmon jacket. Who was the original owner of the salmon jacket? Uh, I think the one it? that we borrowed. So there were two. Dylan had one and Tyler had one. But I think the one that rotated around everyone was Tyler's. Yeah, Tyler's. Okay. That would make sense like sizing wise. Yeah, I love that. Good, good jacket. Yeah. Who knows? It was like that. That jacket fit six foot six Connor <laughs> and five foot six Dylan. Ooh. <laughs> It's like six, like it's the like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, like the yeah, jeans, yeah, but the I jacket version of it. Every night someone wore it, it was. So where is it uh, now? Yeah, actually, I do remember. It should be in like a bachelor museum somewhere now. <laughs> Matt James wore it on Good Morning America. Yeah. You're li- oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh my God, so that's funny. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> that's amazing. Wait, so did you guys move in with each other during the pandemic? Yeah, right? Or before? During. During. During, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like the end of, end of September. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. So it's super fresh. Yeah. Um, super fresh, you know. The relationship is good, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, super I was an RA in college. I don't know if you knew that, but one of the main things that we had to go through was, like, roommate drama. And I used to have to do, like, I would have to set everyone at the table and do, like, uh, I don't know what we call them, but we had, like, arguments and whatever. And all, it was always about cleaning or who would buy the toilet paper or stupid shit like that. Do you guys have any, like, any arguments or anything like that that you've gone through so far to or disagreements? Like, uh, I mean, we, we're both grown individuals, right? So like if we run out of dish soap, get some damn dish soap. I don't care. Yeah. It, it's the same thing like when, I'm, when I do get in a relationship with a lady, right? It's not, we're not, we're not having these gender roles. Like if they're at the trash, it's my, oh, I'm gonna tell you the trash, but like if there's dirty dishes, wash the dishes, whoever is there, right? If my lady comes home later, I'm gonna cook for her. So like, if there's toilet tissue or toilet paper from that, whoever mm-hmm. gets it, get it. You know? I don't think we haven't spoke about that. It's just get it. <laughs> That's good. Oh, so there is someone. <laughs> just confirmed it. Oh, uh, what? Did you catch something in that? Michael? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said, well, when I get a lady, we move in together. Like, it's. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. She's trying. She's trying. Wait, so like, do you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, but do you guys. Wait, anyway, do you guys who cooks in yeah. the apartment? Or do you both like. Connor. Take turns cooking or you order takeout? No, he don't cook for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, get okay. that situated. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Uh, you you've cooked a little bit. You're getting into it more. I cook because I'm you know my money. I'm tired of spending money on these damn yeah. Yeah, it's eats. True. It's eats it's so it adds so up. expensive. It's insane. Yeah, like bad. The order. Yeah, and I always want to make substitutions, and it always costs like an extra like dollar ninety five or whatever for each substitution. <laughs> so I just keep adding it up. It's not good. Um, before we go into like all the things that you guys are doing, I want to talk a little bit about the show and like your experiences. And I feel like going through each of your individual experiences, it seems like from an outsider's perspective that you guys had almost a better time or like an easier time on Bachelorette than you did on Paradise. Is that true? Okay. Can you guys just break down a little bit like how you felt on Bachelorette and like what that experience mm-hmm. was for you and then how did you, it compare to Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, I want to preface this with, I think you're a beautiful diamond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of awkward. The girl. Oh, we did. We did. We did kind of date, so that's fine. <laughs> preface it with that. You know, first and foremost, I think Nick is a, a wonderful human being, and your girlfriend is a diamond. I've always told her that. Uh, <laughs> on Bachelor, to me, it was just better because it, on Paradise, it feels as if it's the uh, if it's high school popularity again, and I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I felt it from the moment I walked on the beach, literally the very first moment. Uh, and I didn't like it. And I was yeah. just like, I mean, I told you, I was like, yo, what if I just left? Because I just was not feeling it at all. Versus on The Bachelorette, to me, it felt like, because I've never watched the show. I've been candid about that and transparent about that. When I got out the limousine, I said to Hannah, oh, damn, you're cute. Because I didn't even know what she looked like, right? And I just went from there. I'm, You know my personality. I don't really care about, no offense, no one, what no one else says or whatever. I think if I want you, I'm going to get you. 
And I just felt that there was less drama per se on The Bachelorette. I felt mm-hmm. that even though I had less time to talk, let's say you were The Bachelorette and I was pursuing you, even though I had less time to talk to you, I felt that there was less drama. It just seemed like, it just seemed to be less drama. I don't know. It seemed like you had a good group of guys too. Yeah. Compared to maybe some seasons where they had a few more polarizing guys. I mean, pretty much, I'm going to be 100. We got the best group of guys ever on the franchise series. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fighting words. <laughs> um, and what about you? Yeah, I I definitely like the Bachelorette more. I would say that, like it it just felt like a cooler experience. I mean, you get to travel the world. You yeah. you make you develop a closer bond with all the guys there. Um, That's what it is. And it, yeah, and I yeah. think too, like Hannah probably wasn't someone I would consider my type necessarily, but it was cool to explore that relationship and like see that maybe I don't have a type that I'm used to. Right. Yeah. Um, true. So I don't know. I, I definitely like the bachelorette more I'd, like echoing what Mike said. I just felt like there was less drama, even though it seemed like there was more probably um, from the fans aspect, fans love paradise because there is yeah, more drama. They yeah. literally love paradise. It's constant. Drama. Mm-hmm. it's constant. Like Sydney just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just did not have a really good experience on paradise for a variety of reasons yeah i mean in paradise there would be nights where you're like can i just go to bed like i'm tired i've been drinking all day it's hot and they'd be like no just stick around for you know a couple more hours you just just never know like maybe not yet i'm like what who's gonna ruin my life in five like an hour like can you just tell me now so i can mentally prepare or like let me go to bed and every single time two hours later someone would be getting in a fight Someone walked down the stairs and you'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, here we go. Think on Paradise for me, I came into it so excited and hopeful after being on The Bachelorette. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe this can work. And I was interested in people. And when it was going really well, I was like, this is amazing. This is going to work out for me. This is sweet. And then like, just like that, <laughs> right when oh, you're like, for you, just take a complete 180. So oh, yeah. You can't get comfortable there because they will ruin your life. Like, I think even Kevin, I remember him saying to me, he was, I think he was just always saying there was a conspiracy theory happening. And at one point we were like pursuing each other, but he, he, like we did the rose ceremony and he gave me the rose and the next like three days, he just didn't talk to me for three days. So I was like, well, fuck, like (laughs) he hates me. Cool. I guess I got to move on. Interesting. And then he told me after two days or whatever, and he was like, I confronted him on it. And he goes, no, like, I thought if I were to talk to you, they would have just, like, taken you away from me. So I didn't want to do that. I just – I thought they were always listening. So I, I feel like every time I would go up to someone, they would take them away. And I thought I was in conspiracy. I was like, Kevin, no, I you just, you just made me think I didn't – you didn't like me. So now mm-hmm. I think you don't like me. There's no one out to get you in that way. But in some ways, it does feel like that. So Yeah, I, I think the thing that I don't like the most, too, about Paradise is just it's controlled when certain people come in. Mm. And obviously that oh, is – that is how that show works but you know like if i'd come in the first day versus over halfway through Mm -hmm. who knows if things would have been different for me um so from that aspect i really don't like how it plays out and how it's controlled like that yeah yo if they i know this is like in a utopia but like if i could be like yo producer I want this girl from this show. I don't care what network. This girl from this show. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yo, <laughs> shit. That would be, that would be fire. Like, of I'm course. Like, you can just like order up your, your season essentially. I mean, maybe pitch it. You never know. We don't talk about this, but think about Dylan, right? My, my little brother, Dylan. He would not have had the same happiness about Paradise if Hannah Godwin wasn't there. He only wanted Hannah Godwin, right? Only, yeah. Period. So therefore, if she wasn't there, he would have had the same sentiment. So for people to go on this sh- show, if the person that you want isn't there, it's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm, you know, that's like real life, too. That happens. Right. Like, yeah, they don't meet you out. You're like, everyone's going out. And that guy that you wanted to be out isn't out. And you're like upset. It's the same thing. But in a longer extended version, essentially. Yeah. Connor, how many days total were you in that hotel in paradise? Because you got there at the wedding. Great. Well, yes, yeah, so I flew in the day filming started. He got there before. Oh, me. that's right. Yeah. Holy and hell. Then, okay. That's crazy. Okay. It was at least 10 days. So nice. that, I mean, that was just so annoying because, like I said before, your hopes are so high. You're excited. You get there, like, oh, I'm going to go in in a day or two, like, make this happen, and then just sit by myself for 10 oh, days. Those days are the worst. <laughs> at least you have room service and there's like some, yeah, perks. Yeah, but... eat, bro. Like, I, Connor can eat. 
ABC guy wanted to get me out of that hotel. <laughs> You're like going ham with the steak. <laughs> Did they let you go to the gym? Because I felt like that was a stretch for any of They, they would take mm-hmm. me. Yeah, they take me pretty much every day. Oh, that's nice. They at least. bad for me, to be honest. Yeah. I used to like try and bribe Mike. I was like, please, 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 please. I know like there's other people on the list, but please come back and get me. Like I yeah. can't be in this hotel anymore. Yeah. Wait, so guys, I have a question. So before you went on Bachelorette, did either of you have dreams of like pursuing TV or even in the back of your head? Like, did you ever think about modeling, acting or something like that? Or did this totally come out of the blue because you had other career paths or something? Uh, For me, no. I had always wanted to start my own business and do that. And so before I'd even heard about going on the show or got a phone call for it, um, I had quit my job because I was going to go try and start my own thing. And then it was funny, like a week and a half later, I got a call because someone nominated me for the show without telling me. And um, it was like, sure, why not? What what other time in my life I'm be able to do this? Do you regret it or has it changed your life? Like you wouldn't take it back just pursuing your own thing? Definitely don't regret it. I mean, it's been such a crazy two year and a half, two years since all that stuff happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't regret a thing from it. For me, I... uh, my aunt told me to apply. They were like looking for a male for Will of Fortune, like as one of the <laughs> models or whatever. Oh, no way. Oh. I think that's the show. And I was like, I had the same thought process. I'm like, they don't want a black dude that has tattoos. And so I just was like oblivious to it. And then the bachelorette came around. I was like, ah, they don't want a black dude with tattoos. They sure and did. They did. <laughs> no, Nicole, I never thought mm-hmm. that I would be on TV. Never, especially a show I never had even watched. I really don't watch TV. Neither exactly. one of us mm-hmm. truly don't watch a lot of TV. Like we really don't. And that's impressive. I feel like Sid and I, like I did acting kind of when I was younger, or like I was always singing, dancing, acting. Like I had that that kind of background mm-hmm. in journalism, so it was a little bit natural to be like on camera. So you two went from like, like Connor, you studying business or like yeah. trying to start up your own thing, and then Mike, yeah, being like a veteran and all that too. I was a financial advisor in a suit every day. Yeah. Oh my God. It's true. Was it ever weird for you then going into the house and with all the cameras and everything? Was that ever like an adjustment? No, not at all for me. Wow. Literally from moment one. Like, <laughs> you're, nat- you're, you're like, natural. this is my, <laughs> this is what I was meant to do. Cool. Yeah. I was, I was pretty nervous, but when I got there on March 12th, that was the after the final rose of y'all season. And that's oh, when yeah, you were on that. Yeah. So they, they didn't tell me I was on that until like five hours before. And um, so it was a pretty like rude awakening for me and what I was getting myself into being <laughs> live in front of like 8 million people. So I was freaking out for that. Oh my God. But I feel like what do your friends say? What? What did your friends say? Like, what did both of your friends think about you being a reality like TV star? Because I know that's probably, they probably all were like having a field day with that. To be honest, like this is so crazy what I'm about to say. My homies, never, none of, none of them never watched The Bachelor, right? <laughs> My homies are just so, we don't know none of this stuff. That's not a world that we come from. They know I'm the same exact person. They know that. I still mm-hmm. talk shit to them. I don't, there's certain things I don't do on my, like, on my pages. Like, I don't play the type of music that I normally listen to on my social because mm-hmm. my audience don't know none of that stuff, right? But <laughs> everything else is pretty much the same. My homies yeah. don't care. Yeah, I feel like my friends don't really care. They still treat me like the same person. The <laughs> same, yeah. I, that's I love like that. Like, that's really important to me. Um, I feel like with my career now, it's harder for some of them, especially during the, the pandemic, like them having to work jobs, even from home, like a nine to five, always having to be on the computer and stuff. And then I'm kind of just like doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's when they got a little frustrated with me. Like, <laughs> ah, I wish I was doing this. Or like, yeah. Say my friends were taking conference calls, like, like Nicole, be quiet. And I'm like, okay, let me just take <laughs> another selfie while they're like on a conference call. Like, hey, Brenda. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different world. But that's my awesome. They're just accustomed to me working my ass off all throughout the day. And Connor, I tell you, I still do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just work. <laughs> mm-hmm. the same for me. Yeah, that's sometimes where I have a problem where I'm like, I need to structure and like, I want to like just work all day long. And so it's an interesting um, adjustment now. Speaking of work, I want to hear about your guys' endeavors that you're all going on. Mike, I've read most of your book now, and it's amazing, and I'm really excited. And then, Connor, you have your wellness line. So I kind of want to get into, like, why you guys wanted to start these, I guess, new businesses and your book and, like, what made you um, go this route after the show. Yeah, yeah, for you, sir. Um, I'll say most. I won't say every single thing I'm working on. 
I have the book, you know, we're a best-selling author, independent, so I'm really appreciative of that. Nicole, you should read the book, Cindy, you should finish the book, you know. I'm working on it. I'm a slow reader. I like to absorb. Um, So I have a book. I have a TV show that I uh, created. We just finished season one. Uh, I executive produced the entire thing, um, creator of it behind it, hired the whole team. It's an anthology in regards to like a, a visual aspect of what my book is about. Uh, I have, can't say the other two things. <laughs> okay. Things in the word lot. Sorry about that. Yeah. What about you, Connor? Stay, stay tuned for his other two things. It's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear about it a lot. Only fans. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Just circle that back. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I started my business uh, a little over a year ago and we launched March of this year. It's just an interesting time to launch a business, but oh, yeah. it's been going well. It's kind of been a dream of mine to do that and then have a few other businesses we're working on right now. So pretty excited about those. Um, but it's just been, it's been so cool to like leave the corporate nine to five job. Cause I hated that mm-hmm. life so much mm-hmm. and to actually kind of be doing stuff that makes me excited. You actually love more fulfilling to me. And just, I love that stuff. So it's been I feel that. Our goals are to get off social and just let yeah. like money grow within the stock market in our business. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly. I, my my goal is like, I want to make like five, $10 million by the time I'm 35 and then delete all social media and just disappear. Wouldn't it be so nice? It would be I really have cool. a similar dream. Yeah, like, that I sounds amazing. It's Let's get on this trajectory. <laughs> Should we start a business together? <laughs> I feel like, have you, have you talked to someone that enjoys social media? Not once. Does it a lot? Not one that they make an income off of or they make profit from it. No. Yeah. It's no. so interesting. It's no. fascinating. That's it's interesting. Yeah, I did before, obviously, when I was a private account with like whatever, a thousand followers. That's when I was, I was like, like, say whatever, you can do whatever. And like, yeah. it is what it is. Now it's like, you got to post by this time. And, oh you know, my God. Because actually, you used to just post for your friends. Like you mm-hmm. posted yeah. for your friends to see your stuff. And it's like a whole yeah. different vibe now. Of course, now you're posting for like almost uh, thousands of people. Uh, you gotta, when you talk to these brands, they're like, okay, how many likes does you get on average? How many comments do you get on average? And you just feel marginalized. Yeah. Like, like a number almost. In comparison exactly. True. Exactly. And it's just like, what am I doing? <laughs> but yeah, I, I like enjoy the content side of it and making it, but I never like posting anything. Like I'd rather just make it <laughs> some days. And, and just like keep I, it to I myself. I had a company, they, they once asked me, what is my average engagement on Twitter? And I'm like, what? I can yeah. say that's so BS because barely I barely handle the show. Obviously, I'm gonna get more likes. If I say my favorite rapper is Moneybag Yo, not one person in my audience know who the hell Moneybag Yo is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moneybag Yo. <laughs> I know everything just becomes like quantifiable, and you're like, uh, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, I totally feel that. So I don't have an answer to that, but I like your plan of just eventually getting off of it. It's good for the mental health. <laughs> Yeah, um, Mike, I do want to ask you too about your book because um, you have these like action plans and I feel that a lot of people need these kind of things in their lives. It's all about self-love and like self-care and like getting that positive positivity for your life. Is there an action plan that we can do now or like take into 2021 to kind of start off that year with all the self-love that we can create? Today is the what today is the 16th? 16th, yeah. Oh, my birthday in 11 days. What's Ooh. up? Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. He's out of <laughs> um, I, I would say, and Connor would tell you, uh, write down your goals, right? Write down your goals. Make sure you see your goals every single day. Okay, so whether that's if you look at the microwave every single day, write down three goals and put it on the microwave. And or if you open the refrigerator, put down three goals on the refrigerator. Or if you drive your car every day, write down your three goals and put them right there in the, in the steering wheel, right? And then once you do that, don't start them on January 1st, start them today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like start, start, it, start it today, uh, exactly what you're doing. Like the goals that I've written down for next year, I'm already starting it right now because we gotta understand it. We gotta propel to get to that level. We can't just go from zero to running 50 miles an hour. You know, we gotta yeah. start jogging, walking, jogging, then we start running. Yeah. So take care of it today. Yeah, and be happier. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't seem so like daunting that way because it's like baby steps, one thing at a time. It's not like, oh my god, I can't, I can't get to exactly where I want to be right now, so I'm not going to do it. It's a matter of just like, what can I do right now in this moment? So I like that. Yeah, because if I say I want to have the endurance of Connor, that can be a daunting task, right? But what I should say instead is, 
uh, Connor, can I go to the gym with you today? Not because it's January 1st, but, be, but because it's December 16th. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I can start That's now. Awesome. Take, a, take a small goal from a big goal, mm -hmm. right? That's like, to be more productive, that might mean waking up earlier. And, like, that's a huge issue a lot of people have is they're like, yeah, I want to wake up earlier. The alarm clock hits at like 6.30 the next day. You're like, I'll do it tomorrow, right? Yeah. But like, if you can just do it that one day and get on a roll of doing it, it, it comes so much easier. I love that. I, I want to have advice on that. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask a question to both of you too. How do you guys practice self-love in your everyday for yourself? Gentlemen. You always, you always want me to answer first, <laughs> but you know, I guess I haven't thought about that, which is interesting because I live with Mr. Self-Love. Mr. Self-Love. Right? <laughs> yeah, for uh, real. <laughs> but no, I think it's, it, it's like doing things that make me happy and that I want to do and help me kind of move towards goals that I want to achieve in my life. And so like one thing we've talked a lot about lately is neither of us enjoy working out really. I think we enjoy certain aspects of it and like it can be fun sometimes, but um, I think it teaches myself and I'm sure Mike too, like if you work towards a goal and work hard at something, you can achieve it. And that's something that's super interesting about working out is you can see results pretty quickly, mm -hmm. uh, but also there's longer term results that take time. And so for me, like that's something that's important in my everyday routine that I think kind of helps me see, you know, self-love in a way and just like working out, it, it instills certain um, kind of like values in me and stuff that I think I've been able to relate to other areas of my life, like business relationships, friendships and stuff like that. And um, honestly, I don't know how that relates to self-love, but it does. No, it does. Like that discipline, because you're, yeah, you're taking care of yourself. That's well, I think in relationships sure. too. Like I haven't. I think a lot of people want to rush into getting in a relationship and finding love and whatever. But I'm a big believer in that you got to like try and be your best self before you can put forth that love towards someone oh, else. Sure. So totally. That's kind of not necessarily like jumping at trying to date or like meet a lot of girls or anything, because I still feel like I'm working on becoming the best me and part of that is like health and fitness but business and other areas of my life so I can really focus and give that time and energy towards uh, a partner absolutely yeah. well said like, well for said. sure like, like dedicating time to the gym takes work and dedicating time to a relationship takes work yeah so it helps you to have find that discipline that's really important I might just work out after this <laughs> I know I'm hella selective I'm extremely selective right that's 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 what I am, and we don't we don't use the term uh, picky because that's a negative connotation. We say selective. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's how we use it. Right? I like that. Everybody change your word to selective. That's, that's good. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm selective, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> I would say for me to answer that call, that question, Nicole. Um, I like it. Feels really good, and when you read my book, you'll see I talk about faith uh, and trust, and the way to ascertain faith and trust is by doing. The things right so i really appreciate because i have asthma i'll use a very simple example today i'm about to go to pittsburgh and the, when the weather changes my asthma gets flared up right so I, i'm very busy all the time but if i put my inhaler if i need my inhaler tonight in pittsburgh in the hotel and i see it in my backpack that makes me feel good about myself because i can trust myself that much more right and i take that with every single thing that i do in life so when i go to the post office to mail off my books for example uh when i like, yo, where's my wallet at? And I see my wallet in my glove compartment. I'm like, wow, I I was thinking about myself in that regard. Like there, I can think of a million examples, but when you make yourself smile at something that you've done for yourself, you're like, I did that. You know, I did. When Connor is up at three in the morning because he's bored and Connor's very big on his health and fitness, but he knows that he didn't buy himself no Oreos. All he has is these healthy whole food snacks. That makes him feel better about himself because he's like, I did that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I'm, that's a way, that's a form of self-love by surrounding yourself with, and just by treating yourself with trust and by respecting yourself. I'll say it like that. I love it. I like those little things seem so small and people miss them. Like they're so insignificant, but that's, it's true. Like I have a little glass of water, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I guess that's self-love too. Yeah. I'll stick in my thirsty little stuff. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's awesome, guy. No, I love that. I want to read your book there. for sure. I want you to check it out. It's good. Um, Bachelor Nation, we should like show love to one another. 
And I like, know, true. I agree. A lot of reunions support each other. Yeah, especially when you know, it's a good virtual content. reunion. Yeah, a virtual should. reunion would be really fun, actually. Apparently, like, we all get tipsy. We plan like a happy hour thing. And, like we could like record it. That'd be awesome. I'll drink like for our like paradise season. Wait, hold on. This is awesome. I'll drink. Oh, <laughs> 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 was I'll drink. <laughs> you said get together. I mean, hell yeah. Um, before you guys go, we just we want to help our listeners out. We always get questions, and we always want they always want the guys' perspective on how to do things. Yeah. So a lot of the questions are always about, I get this a lot, like how does a girl slide into a guy's DMs? Like what's the right way to do it? What would what message would you say yes to or respond to? I, I on the <laughs> message they don't want to reveal the secret. On, on the message front, I don't know. But we talked about this before. If you're sliding into someone's DMs, you got it. Your, your profile has to be public. It has Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. It's like, let's say you're on Bumble or Riot or some dating app, right? And there's just a blank page in someone's name that shows up. You're going to, you're not going to swipe right on that, mm-hmm. right? That person's getting discarded. And it's the same thing with Instagram or any other platform. If you're sliding in, if I don't, and it's not even just like the superficial look thing, but like you can tell a lot about someone just by looking at photos, like what they're mm-hmm. interested in, where they live. Sure, like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing. I would say like 80% of the people that have slid into my DMs have a private profile. And it's like, I, I can't do anything. With you're, this. Yeah, you're so, shooting yourself in the foot. Facts. I'm going to add to that. Ladies have to know. And I'm going to say this for Connor and I. Oh, no, here we go. Like, yo, don't slot. I, this, I ain't going to front. This is annoying. Don't slide in my DMs if you don't follow me, but you follow someone else in Bachelor Nation guy-wise. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just- <laughs> like what you, ex- no. So you, that means Mike is going to look at the profile. So he's taking that next step. So if you're doing that again. Like if you, if you're paid to, this is a, this is an order, right? Uh, I see the DM. If it's funny, I'm more than likely going to look because I, mm-hmm. I just like funniness, but be unique about it. Like you can't spell quarantine. You are a QT. Uh, can you please fill out this survey, which is like the blank, you know, putting your phone number. Mm-hmm. Those are cute. Be more outgoing. Cute. But then cute. if your page is public, the first thing I'm doing before I even look and see if you cute or not is to look at who you follow. And if you follow Connor, Dylan, Tyler, anybody, but you don't follow me and you in my trying, trying to be, like, to be like low key. What if they're trying to be low key? Like, hello, Beyonce, these people don't follow anyone. Like they're trying to just like mm. even Nick Jonas no, I agree, though. Slid it, into it, Priyanka's. DMs. That's how you know they're you don't DM have, on Instagram. You don't have to follow me. You just can't follow no other guy from Bachelor Nation. Yeah, that's that's the the key. That's true, the key. true. Yeah. yeah, like if you don't follow me, that's cool. But don't be going to follow Connor then. Like mm-hmm. if you follow Connor, not me, and you in my DM, I'm thinking that you just like Connor. Trying to get to Connor. Yeah, absolutely. The, the other thing too is. You know, Mike and I talk, right? We're, we, we live less than fifteen feet away from each other, yeah. right? Like we we talk, we you know, look at various messages and stuff. So if you're messaging both of us, mm. <laughs> same thing. Copy and paste. Slide oh, in both of us. We're gonna so that's see. happened. We're, we're, look, we're gonna see this that. is where you press a button that future says, she belongs to the streets. Yeah, that's good. Like very simple advice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, that's like that's pliable true. advice. Now to take it one step further, what type of woman, what is the most attractive quality in a female for both of you? Um, Connor and I, I were talking about one lady in particular and this individual lady, she was cute, uh, but more than her look, she is going to school. I forgot what her degree path is in, um, something in the financial field, but then she's also into fitness and uh, and she also has like a personality when it comes to like outgoing stuff outdoor stuff and whether it be a concerts or her hiking or something just outdoory we found her to be attractive just based on her personality mm. yes that without saying anything mm. like yeah. she sounds pretty well-rounded and like a perfect yeah. inch profile <laughs> perfect <laughs> it wasn't perfect this individual just is is well-rounded yeah like i i'll speak 100 in candid right that's what i'm known for i i like ass I've been, <laughs> I've been very honest about that. <laughs> Here we go. I know that's going to be deep, but up. we got ass, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> personality <laughs> ass, all right, all right. I like someone. I like someone. <laughs> I, yeah, look, you see this? Y'all ask the questions. This is no, 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 this is great. Keep going. 
when people ask questions, that people honestly, I think people don't anticipate the raw, honest truth, right? No, I sure I know I do with you, but I see what like, you mean. Yeah. Like, like some girls don't like a black guys, right? That's they will never say it, but that's the truth. You feel me? It is what mm-hmm. it is. So I like ass. I like uh, women that can teach me something, like genuinely, like whether I don't really care what it is. If you are passionate mm-hmm. for you, for example, you like to dance. Nicole, for you, I know that you like makeup. Up, right if you are passionate about that like i swear to god that is a turn on when you tell me that you like xyz and you are like you are about that i, I genuinely appreciate that straight up great facts. Like- so you're saying like if you go to someone's profile and it's all all just like booty ho photos you're not gonna be i ain't with that i like ass but i don't yeah i ain't like that i don't like it like that yeah i think right like you can have the thoughty photos but like have like one with a book in it and like you know be yeah. Oh, my God. If you got a thoughty photo, then the next photo is you reading a girl. And if it's your book, <laughs> married. <laughs> I, pre- I prefer not to have her to have a thoughty photos, quite honestly. But if, if mm-hmm. she hasn't, I'm not one to judge. I'm going to yeah. look. <laughs> there you go. Connor, do you have anything to yeah, add to that? Yeah. <laughs> I would say the two biggest things for me outside of like there's I feel like there's certain looks that I'm attracted to, but. I think I'm attracted to a wide variety of people, but on, on the personality side, I would say the biggest thing for me right now is a girl that knows what she wants and it, she doesn't need to know what she wants to do for the next 30 years of her life, but just like, you know, isn't all over the place and like yeah. trying to figure things out. Like she, you know, she, she's doing her thing and isn't going to like drag you along and like all over yeah. the place and confuse you and stuff like that. I feel like I've had issues with that mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing is just like someone that has substance to them, whether that's, substance. whether that's, you know, they have a hobby that they're super passionate about and like, that's a cool thing to talk about or they have a great career or something like that. Um, that's, that's really important to me as well. So those two things for sure. Mm-hmm. Just be because passionate. obviously, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you going to say, Mike? Be passionate about something. That's, yeah. that's like the the sexiest thing ever. And that's not something that you can fake. Like that's something that is just in you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, honestly, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even mm-hmm. matter what it is. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, passionate. Yeah. <laughs> you can be passionate about goddamn me. Literally, you can be passionate about grass for all I care. <laughs> and like, we go on a hike and you just like, oh my God, look how great. I swear to God, I'm going to be like, look at it. Like, I'm going to be all <laughs> into the grass too. Like, yeah. passionate. Like, ugh. Nicole, yeah, because obviously, like, yeah, your early twenties are kind of that time where you date just to date. Like, you don't necessarily need if you're not in a rush for marriage. Like, you don't need to date someone who's like gonna be your the love of your life uh-huh. or anything like that. But now, I think twenty twenty has brought up a lot of like people feeling lonely or they've been isolated for months and they're realizing, wow, like I kind of need someone with who I could see a future with or someone who like has goals and can actually like possibly be the person. Uh-huh. Like, I've seen so many engagements. Like, it's been insane this year. More babies pop in, pregnancy announcements. Uh-huh. Like, I just feel like our generation has kind of had like a little wake up call. Like, damn, like I don't want to be lonely for the yeah. next pandemic. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Lay it on us. <laughs> this has happened to me like three times now in my life where there's a girl I'm hanging out with for a certain period of time and then things kind of go dark and then all of a sudden they're engaged like four or five months later. That's happened to me <laughs> to, <laughs> I think maybe three, times and it like just the past it just three so they stopped talking to you and all of a sudden they're engaged yes it just happened to me pretty recently okay why does that keep happening to me what the so i'm trying to think of like what lesson you're supposed to be learning from this is was there any signs that they were with someone else are they similar girls like the three girls that are do they very have similar careers very different, or? Very different i think maybe the lesson is like don't trust right away like i like don't fully take people at face value. I, I know that's kind of sucky, but kind of guard your heart a little bit because that's really shitty and that shouldn't be happening. And I think, you know what it is? I think I know what it is. They think, you know, like you we were saying, they think you're a fuck boy. Yeah. Like they just do. They assume because of like who you are, like the way you look, like the way you dress. It's super sad. It's sad, but mm-hmm. obviously it's not who you are. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So they assume that you're on the same page. Like, oh, he probably has a girl too. Yeah. And the girl definitely assumes like, oh, this is just my little thing because I'm with some ugly guy I've been dating for 10 years since mm-hmm. high school or whoever. And like, he's the one and my family wants me to be with. But, but damn, I finally got Connor. This is like the raw truth. Story. Like they tell you a story for right sure. Based on what you just said, Nicole. So before this is pre-TV, right? Me and my homie used to go to. The, we would go out, right? And I remember this one time in particular. He isn't. I'm a 
I think I'm a decent looking teddy bear, right? Um, <laughs> teddy bear. He, he feels as if he's not a decent looking teddy bear, right? I remember we talked to this one girl and we literally, he's a cheater. He's, he's, he treats women horribly, right? And I treat women great. If I'm in a relationship with you, I think there is no guy better than me, right? And we uh, went up to this girl and we were like, who do you think will cheat on you? Who do you think will do you dirty, right? Quick as hell pointed at me. And me and him were laughing because we know how shitty of a dog he is, right? And it's, yeah. it goes into exactly what you're saying, Nicole. They have these exactly. Oh, you're six six. You you got you got money in the bank. Exactly. Like TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, you dress well. They, oh my yeah. god, you're such a boy. They assume you have five girls right now. Like they yeah. just, assume, which is like it couldn't be like Lester. Like you're working, you're focusing on yourself. Like you actually are looking for a relationship. But these girls think, yeah. Like, oh, he must like be doing the same thing. He must have a girl. He's really talking to. Can I say this too, please? And I, I, I really do. I, my, my black women. I went on. I, I pursued. I went on a TV show and pursued a white girl. Right. Then I went on The Bachelor uh, Paradise. And Sydney, you're not black. And mm-hmm. Angela, she wasn't uh, black either. Right. And so black women assume that I don't like black women, mm-hmm. and it's couldn't be further from the truth. You feel me? But these assumptions that people have, men and women both, is just we could be missing out on our blessings because we have these assumptions about people. Absolutely. I think we need to stop putting people into boxes and see, go past face value and protect ourselves a little bit more. But I agree. Like people just want to like assume like, because they see this outside thing, it's almost like for them to feel better about themselves in a way that they like, they do these things or act this like the way they did it with you, Connor. So yeah, I agree. Not, no one is one way in particular. We all have different flavors and different things about us. And that's what makes us all unique and beautiful. But Mm. But also, yeah, those I'd... three girls are idiots, whatever. Yeah. Like, like, you're better welcome. off without them. You're going to find like, the real one, and it's going to be amazing, epic. Those are idiots, obviously. Yeah, literally. Be, like, well, honestly, she probably screwed all... herself. She, like, literally went, went for the guy, like you said, yeah. that she, would like, had in the back door because she was like, well, I had my fun. I'm never going to be able to make this work. But. Yeah. And also, like, Raya is the worst. My friends are all on it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. recommend Raya. If you guys are on it, like, because it was just, like, all these L.A. Yeah. Typical, stereotypical L.A. people. I don't know. Raya sucks. Okay. I recommend yeah, some other apps. Nicole's in a relationship for a year now. I've been a year? Oh, a year. Yeah, I know. Isn't that insane? Uh, Crazy. Uh, I'm about to stalk this dude. He's cute. <laughs> and he's, he's on private. And he's private. <laughs> um, yeah, he's an one, question, one question that we like to ask everyone that's on here is what if you guys were a type of food, what kind of food would you be? But I want you guys to do it kind of for each other instead of saying like what type of food you are. Like what kind of food is Connor? Mike. Mike. <laughs> Vice versa. This is going to sound bad, but he's going to know what I mean, right? Okay. Connor would be, Connor would be bison. Oh. Elk. My bad. He'll be, he'll kind of be, you know what I mean? High quality. Yeah. <laughs> Red meat. <laughs> he, he, he's healthy. He is, he's, he's a rarity, but yeah, he's a, I'll say he's a, he's elk because he's a rarity. Uh, but when you have it, it makes you feel better about yourself. It makes you feel strong. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel, feel great about who you are, but you can't find it everywhere. So therefore when you do see it, you may like, what well, do I want this? Do I not yeah. want this? Wow. That's well thought out. <laughs> it's like, wow. I, I know my rest. <laughs> Connor. How do you feel about that Connor? I feel like Mike is like a taco. What? <laughs> I knew I knew he was gonna be pissed about whatever you said. <laughs> what kind of taco? Taco Tuesday, looking at. Yeah, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You look at like a, a crunchy taco, right? Yeah, you're you're a crunchy taco. It's getting worse. If you look at like a crunchy taco, it's kind of, it looks like party on the outside, right? It's it's in a nice shell, but there's like toppings all over the place. And Mike is a fun guy. Like you see him on Instagram with a shirt off and stuff. Like there's a lot going on there. But once you, you take a bite, there's a lot of substance in Ooh, there. Oh, wow. It tastes good. It's beautiful. There's like a layer. Poetic. Exactly. That was poetic. That was good. The came back with it. He brought yeah. it back in. He threw it, he threw it out there. I know where it was going. But that was good. Well, well, it's safe to say that you guys know each other very well and you have Definitely. a beautiful relationship. That's what I'm taking away from this. That's so good. I, I think I just said this. that because I was looking at taco shells at Whole Foods. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, you're just hungry. Oh. Um, yeah, I think that's good for me. How, Nicole, how do you feel? Great. Right? I know, me too. I feel like I've learned <laughs> a lot. That was great. 
I learned a lot. You I guys think are awesome. You helped some people. And and I can't wait to see. Yeah, like your time will come when it comes to relationships. But right now, it's going to fall into place. You're going to keep on hustling. And suddenly, you're going to mm-hmm. be super booked in. Like some, You're going to be like cuffed to the max with some girl. And be like, how the hell did I end yeah. up? Yeah. And we great. won't even know because you'll be off at social media because you'll made your millions of dollars and we won't even know about it. <laughs> so you'll just be happy and off the computer. Yeah. yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. Well, I see that smile is going to happen. Yeah. Before you guys go, can you just tell us where they can find you on social media? You can find me at MikeJohnsonSmile.com. That's where you get a book half off. I'm signing all the copies if you get it from me. Or you can find me on IG at Mike underscore Johnson. Love it. Con sale away on Instagram, but more importantly, you can find me on TikTok. <laughs> wow, okay. On <laughs> <laughs> Sway Lee, that's the homie. Sway Lee. All right, boys, thank you so much for All being right, here. You're the best. Thank you so much. Okay. You guys Peace. have been a pleasure. So <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And that's the episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please, please, please share it with your friends, anyone that needs to hear this conversation or just needs a good laugh. As always, please review, subscribe, and give us those five stars so we can keep this little party going. Have a good one.